going on, everybody? We are back. New School Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, W. Joined with me is... The Thick Baby. And we are the greatest and the best, bringing you some fantastic news. Let's do it. Uh, let's jump right into it. Start off with some video game news. Video game news. Uh, so, it's not super new, but I recently just signed up for and got access to the alpha of a new battle royale, new-ish battle royale. Oh, that game. toy soldier one you were it playing. Was. Yeah, the toy soldier one. I, I had a blast on it. It was actually a lot of fun. It's going to adjust this. It looks like it'd quick. be fun with a lot of party members on there, but um, I haven't signed up for it yet. I haven't had time yet. Yeah, it was a, it was, it's been a good time. I lost alpha access. You only get it for two days while you're playing, but it was a good time. Um, just a, just a little bit about it. You are a toy soldier, like we were talking about. A little green army dude. Okay. And uh, you kind of drop in a really messy bedroom, I'd say, right? Kind of like Andy's from Toy yeah, Story. Yeah, pretty a much, bit. yeah. And uh, you, you get to fight with multiple lives, circles closing in. You pick up loot and guns on the map. You get a grappling hook. And the map was a blast. It was tons of fun. Highly recommend it. I feel like it's a little clunky right now, but I can't tell if that's because they wanted to have like a toy feel to it. Yeah, or if it's just the alpha. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's could definitely improve. a little clunky. Yeah, and the sniping is just a little too much right now. Yeah, considering every spot is just you land up higher, you're gonna die to a sniper. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, everyone's landing on the bookshelves and stuff. It is a little broken that way. Uh, kind of sucks, but get a grappling hook, get a shotgun, get a sniper, you're set. Um, yeah, data miners. Gotta love them, gotta hate them. Always giving us spoilers and leaks, right? Diablo 4. Yeah, I got this too. Oh, well, go ahead. Go ahead and... Uh, yeah, uh, Diablo 4 has got their new expansion was leaked. Well, I should say this Russian YouTuber data mined the, their alpha test server that they use for testing, usually expansions, DLCs, that kind of thing. So... You can make your guess on whether or not it's going to happen or not, but the guess right now is what they were testing was Mephisto being the big bad evil guy of the new expansion, which is Mephisto is Lilith's father. Yep, which uh, he appeared in the secret ending. Yeah, he's the wolf, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, I got that ending my first try, and I was like, I didn't know that was secret. <laughs> yeah, that was the secret ending for the game. Um, yeah. So we got Mephisto coming in as your big bad evil guy, a new area, hopefully, which I'm not sure if they'll just add it on to the already map they have. Yeah, they'll just make thing. the map, yeah. map bigger, like a new chunk. Yeah. Um, and then we got a new class, the Spiritborn, which <laughs> from what I'm seeing looks like a mix of Barbarian and Druid, which Are is nothing real new. The two classes I play, just saying. But so. Druid's already in Diablo 4, beefier and kind of like a Barbarian. So Yeah, that's true. I guess we'll see how it differs from them. I don't think this is going to fix the game by any means and make it good enough for me to come back. I don't think it'll fix it, but if they add in a new class with multiple DLCs instead of just one, like we had the Necromancer in D3. Mm -hmm. I think it was the only one they added, right? Yeah, they oh. got... Nec yeah, Necro was the only... The or no, they added Paladin too, right? Paladin? Was Paladin? No, that was Crusader. Crusader. There, yeah. They added Crusader too. So Necro was the only expansion we had with the... Malphiel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if they add in multiple classes with multiple DLCs, I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. Instead of just one a game. I think the problem they're struggling on right now with keeping me and every other player is the end game just isn't D3's end game. Yeah. It's not challenging. It's not challenging, but it's also run all over the map real far distances and stuff to complete these bounties to get better armor, but 
you're not really doing it in, with that. D3 had the whole system with riffs where oh, you could push so your world fun. tier with riffs and be like, I'm going to challenge the 130th. 130 level rift that the record is 131 right now and you can get your guy up there this just doesn't have that yeah no tier no. 500 rips and crazy no. stuff at the end we need some kind of ending we need a rift system in d4 to make it good really is what we need or what did they do in d2 didn't they have like where every time you increase a difficulty the enemies got more abilities with more yeah. health so it was it's the exact same that they have in d4 and d3 where you play nightmare hell once you beat each one of them you go up a difficulty and then in d3 it was hell five six seven eight nine ten until you yeah, got to ten then you did torment ten yeah. all the way up d2 i believe was just hell was the last one okay and then once you got to hell there was a cow level and then d2 had an online Ooh. pvp is there a cow level in d4 stuff. i never found it there uh, according to blizzard there's no cow level in d4 oh no there's no cow level in d4 all right gotcha <laughs> um yeah what else you got uh dead space kind of fun you know scary as hell it's halloween time it's october might as well talk Love about dead space the original survival horror yeah it uh you know they remade it semi-recently and it was a hit it was absolutely fantastic no. super scary a lot of people didn't check it out though it's i have not gotten to good. play the remake yeah yeah so, i just couldn't swing 60 dollars for a remake of a game i do love it but there were so many other games yeah, coming out a lot of people felt that way so the good news is it's hitting xbox game pass Fuck yeah. um and i really feel like it's a must play oh, if I'm you like horror it. games so. i mean what else is on game pass starfield yeah so i mean <laughs> no i, d- I did grab starfield but it just it's it's not good enough it's, it didn't keep me entertained long enough. It is a lot of game, but it's not good enough. So get that space instead. Yeah. Did you see the new mod that just got released for Starfield? Starfield? That, no, I didn't. That the internet is raving about, going absolutely crazy. It what is, is it? the Beautiful Butts mod. Ooh. <laughs> and it, I guess Spider Man 2 has crazy butts in the game, right? And people are always, and they're freaking out about the butts in Spider Man 2. So some guy made a mod for Starfield and was like, the beautiful butts of Starfield. And now the internet's going crazy over that. Seems about right. It wouldn't be a Bethesda game if they didn't have a bunch of mods for it. That's true. So I'm excited. Maybe I think with the level we went through on mods on Skyrim, even though Skyrim was a great game before the mods, with the level of mods they have for that and Mass Effect and everything, if they mod the crap out of Starfield, I think they can make this into a pretty good game. Yeah. If you could mix Starfield with No Man's Sky, I think it would be fantastic. Give us a mod to do multiplayer, make the spaceship battles more entertaining, and I think you got something there. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah, that's all I got for video game news. All right, well, I got the finals open beta kicks off today, October 26th. This is going to be released afterwards, though, so take that as you will. This is a Hunger Games-style team and battle royale with sponsors during the combat. So you, the team events I was reading was like a 3v3 team. You drop into this arena. You start fighting. You can find different stuff. You do better, and sponsors will sponsor you with stuff kind of like, like in the coins. hunger games yeah so it's very hunger games s game that's really cool so yeah. will they just drop you coins or can they give you like i don't know i didn't read too much into or... it but i assume you could get like weapons weapon upgrades that kind of stuff that's yeah. really cool um i like the concept to it how do the sponsors choose you see that's 
this is the part where I was like, is this just an NPC sponsor? You do certain things, objectives in the game, and they give you better weapons? Or could this be... They could really throw this off with making this like a Twitch affiliate kind of game. And the sponsors are your viewers, and they can donate so much to give you weapons and stuff through your points. Or that the page would or be like that. interesting. That would be very interesting. That would be super cool. A streamer battle royale. Somebody get on that if that's not what's happening in the finals. <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool. I am having issues with this. It is just falling Go down ahead. on you me. <laughs> I am tightening this in. Uh, what else I got? What is going on? We got Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater. The remake was announced earlier this year and showed off gameplay using Unreal Engine 5. And God, does it look good. I missed part of that. I'm sorry. I uh, <laughs> Metal, Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater. Oh, I love they the Metal Gear the Solid. remake for it earlier this year, and they finally showed off gameplay from it. Okay. In Unreal Engine 5, and it looks insane. I bet. Unreal so 5. Good. It showed just so a small polished. snippet of... First, it's like you over like an alligator in the swamp. And I was like, oh, this has got to be, like, cinematic or something. And then it immediately goes into, like, you're aiming at a guy. And I was like, this still looks cinematic. And I was like, that's so good. cool. This is good. All right. What, uh, do they say what it's coming out for? It's got to be PS5. I assume, yeah, it's got to be PS5, right? Uh, yeah, it's, I'm pretty sure it's been a PlayStation exclusive, exclusive for, yeah. like, a long time. I didn't see what it was coming out for because they haven't given a release date or anything on it yet. wonder if we'll get it for PC. Yeah. Uh, we got... Motive Studios is developing a single-player Iron Man Iron Man game in Unreal Engine Five. What studio? Uh, Motive. Motive. I don't know what else they've done. I say I don't. I probably not familiar. Yeah. That's all right. I'm <laughs> um, sure they made something. But yeah, I feel like we don't get enough single-player games out lately. Other than I guess Starfield was one um, that are real captivating and doing them in Unreal Engine Five and Iron Man game. I feel like that'd be pretty fun. Do you uh, play Ultimate Alliance, where you just kind of like a Baldur's Gate RPG experience? Where you no, but through. it did look interesting. I think I've seen a clip or two of it. I really enjoyed that, and I didn't. I think they remade it and tried to do a new one. I didn't try that one out, but okay. uh, I'll have to give that one a try. The old ones are a lot of fun, and I hope they do that with Iron Man. Some no. kind of like RPG kind of aspect to it would be fun, like they did with the Wolverine games. That would be just Boulder's Gate, but Marvel. Yeah, that would be great. It'd be fun. <laughs> let's get Larry on Studios over to Marvel quick. Do it. <laughs> All right, let's head into some nerd pop culture. Ooh. We got Amazon Prime's Fallout TV adaptation premieres April 12th, 2024. Oh, do you know what Fallout vibe they're going off of? They, they haven't said a lot about this. Oh, just Fallout TV adaptation. So I assume they're going off of original Fallout content of it's just going to be bunker, released from the bunker, what the hell goes on. And then they're, I'm not super expecting a lot from this. I'm thinking Walking Dead kind of vibe to it. Okay. Where so, you're going out and there's mutants and stuff out there, but really what's more deadly is the people. The, yeah, <laughs> but you can't... What about the Death Claws, bro? That's true. You got we Death, Claws Death Claws coming out there? That's going to be sick. That will be sick. Oh Yeah, I mean, I mean, they can really do anything with that. Like, if it's... uh. I mean, the vaults open at all different times. Yeah. Like you got Vault 117 that opened, like, what was it, 50 years different times? I have vault, a whatever. feeling the first season will be something with, like, the vaults open. What the hell is this creature that's out there? And it will be, like, Death Claw will be the big reveal to it. 
Second season, we'll move on from there. We'll find another town or something or another vault, and we'll just, like, keep expanding on it. They could even, like, the whole first season, like, uh, what was it? In Fallout 3, there was the whole vault corruption thing. Yeah. And his dad or mom got murdered, and he had to, like, escape the vault real quick or whatever. You could spend the whole first season of the show just figuring out the corruptions of inside True. the vault. Or it could just be literally, like, three episodes in the beginning of just explaining the backstory of how we got into the vaults kind of thing before it even fucking opens. Yeah. Like that, the nukes dropping and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Doctor Who, uh, 60th anniversary special coming to Disney Plus on November 25th. This is starring Neil Patrick yeah. Harris as the toy maker. NPH. NPH. Uh, we have the return of, um, oh my God, David Tennant as uh, the doctor from... I don't even remember what number Doctor he is. I'm not a huge Doctor Who fan. Um, yeah, I'm not a big Doctor Who fan. More of a Doctor Strange fan. Yeah, but then we have, I'm not going to say, it's, it's like Nyat something. I can't remember his name, but uh, he's in Sex Education. Uh, is the newer, new Doctor, I believe. And the reappearance of him in this one, that was a terrible description. But yeah, that's what we, Doctor Who coming 60th anniversary, uh, November 25th. That's kind of cool, though. Yeah. Good for Doctor Who fans. No? I mean, that shit's been going since 1960-something. Yeah. That's insane. A couple members of my family love Doctor no, Who. And I've just never been able to get into it. Tardigrade? What's it called? Tardis. Tardis. What is a tardigrade? The, the water elephant things. The water? Okay. What the hell I'm, are they called? I'm way off. Yeah, the microscopic things, tardigrades. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was thinking something totally right. different. Um, Invincible Season 2 and Evil Dead Rise coming to Prime Video in November... Uh, this is going to be coming out November 3rd for Invincible Season 2, Part 1, I should say. That'd be pretty Because, cool. of course, it's animated. They have to have a Season 2, Part 1. Uh, and then we got Evil Dead Rise coming November 23rd. Uh, Invincible Season 2, we get to see what happens after uh, Invincible got the crap kicked out of him by Omni-Man. I haven't watched it. Should I watch Invincible Season 1? Yes, yes. Isn't I think it it's the boys. Spin off of the boys. Right? No, it's the boys, but animated and not as graphic there's still a lot of killing that's the graphic part the boys though where you're going to see the difference is like the sexual killing and stuff like that okay. it's very different um this one is a lot of straight up bloodshed like right in the first episode and it's i'm okay with bloodshed just not the boys isn't for me um yeah but we get to see where Invincible is recuperating from all of the injuries he sustained and his struggle to not become his father, basically, is what this season's going to be. Is he kind of like Superman? Invincible is the basically the son of Superman. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Think that way. Uh, we also got Daniel Radcliffe producing David Holmes, The Boy Who Lived, a documentary about his Harry Potter stunt double that was paralyzed from the chest down coming uh, to HBO on November 15th. Looks like a really good documentary. Yeah. Uh, it's really just how kind of Daniel was there for his family when this happened and that this guy is just such a good mood, even though, I mean, he's paralyzed on the chest down now after being... It was during probably the, the height of his career. Deathly Hollows Part yeah, One. Yeah. yeah, he just fell during a broom flying stunt, and 
That's it. Yeah. Uh, so very sad, but I assume it's going to be a tearjerker and then a motivational story. Kind and of a thing. lot of the proceeds will probably go to help him out. Oh, absolutely. Stuff, so yeah. That's pretty cool. He's nice. making a success out of himself from being taken down quite a way. Yeah. Oh. So that's good. And that's what I got for Nerd Pop Culture. All right. Well, we got Five Nights at Freddy's movie in theaters Ooh. October 27th. Yeah. Reviews are shit. I'm not a Five Night at Freddy's fan anyways. Um, I know people out there love it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I played it back on IndieDB when it first came out for as an indie game. And then it got picked up with a bunch of steam. And I just, I don't get it. I don't get it either. It's the same it's a, thing over and over again. Yeah. So but yeah, reviews were shit. It'll be on October 27th. So it's coming up. It got a PG-13 rating too, which you know was because they were like, we got to have children watching this. But if they made it rated R, it probably would have been better. Yeah. <laughs> rated R probably would have actually had a little bit more scary problems yeah. to it. Um, Mission Impossible, getting another movie. Tom Cruise not stopping. So I was listening to a podcast today that was talking about Tom Cruise and how he just like l- does not look 70 or yeah. 60, whatever he is. Yeah, he's getting old. The late and I agree with that statement that he doesn't look his age. But the newest Mission Impossible was like Ghost Recon. Or I something haven't like I watched remember. one since like the third one. You could see his age coming on him. Yeah, I can't imagine this. This is going to be some Harrison Ford Indiana Jones um, shit coming on. <laughs> the crazy thing is, is it's not coming out this year in twenty twenty three. It's not coming out next year in twenty twenty four. We still got the writer strike. He so. delayed it until twenty twenty five. Jesus. So you got a new Mission Impossible movie coming in 2025. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Netflix is releasing and excited about its Bioshock movie. <sighs> Even though, you know, they have the whole uh, strikes. Right. Ri- uh, I almost said riots. Yeah. No, but the strikes for uh-huh. uh, the Writers Guild and Actors Guild. And uh, what uh, they said, what? part of Bioshock it's based on? No, but they did say that I was going to say, so we haven't really been told what part it's going to be. Okay. But the new scene, the only thing that they gave us as a hint on the scene is it's a big sprawling nightmare of a world. Well, then it's got to be the original Bioshock. That's what I was saying. That so thing was think, huge. Because once we get to like Bioshock Infinite and all that, you're going to like city level stuff and you actually have people talking and stuff. The original Bioshock was just Big Daddy in a fucking submarine tube city. Giant aquarium, run. basically. Yeah. yeah. It was intended to be a horror game, and then it just kind of fizzled out to... An action. Yeah. Arcade horror. But if they go off the original Bioshock, I'm, oh, I want to see Big Daddy on screen. Yeah, so I'm thinking it's going to be a Big Daddy and a, what was it, Little Sister? Or what was it? What was the girl? Oh, my name? God. What do they call that girl? I can't, no, I'm not going to get it off the top of my head. It might be like Little Sister or something. Yeah, the something one with like the that. syringe that, yeah. Yeah. No, I can't think of it. Yeah, something like that. But it'll be good. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm a big Bioshock fan of the games. They were scary, fantastic, fun to play. Yeah. So good. So we'll see. Hopefully the show's good. Yeah. Lives up to the hype. But let's jump into our next uh, topic. Some uh, anime news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So up first, I got uh, Beyblades. Coming out with a new anime. Ripping it, baby. (laughs) Beyblades X. I had no release date yet. I just, uh, when I clicked on it, the article wouldn't load. It looked like it got taken down completely. But it is confirmed that Beyblades X is coming, but I couldn't find a release date. Okay. Well, I just, funny side thing is I got in, I'm not even into Beyblades. I just remember every day during like middle school to early high school, Waking up at 6 a.m., whatever time we had to wake up at, Beyblades just being on the TV because I fell asleep 
watching yep. Adult Swim and then Cartoon Network would come on. And every morning getting on the bus and my buddy Hunter would be like, you watch Beyblades this morning? And I was like, fuck yeah, I caught Beyblades. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just eating a <laughs> bowl of no cereal sense. and Beyblades is no up there. sense. The whole show is just spin these tops and then the spirits of like dragons, dragons and beasts will attack each other. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. Super cheesy Love. show. Fantastic, though. I mean, battle discs just spinning. I know, right? It's great. Um, we have a, a sad moment. We have a death. Uh, in the anime manga universe of a fa- of a creator, uh, if you ever heard of a manga called Hanakimi? No. Uh, it's a pretty famous non action. It's like a. I'm romance. not a huge manga person. Yeah. It's like a rom- especially romance. Especially it's like manga. a slice of life or romance. Yeah. Um, but the creator of Hanakimi manga passed away at age 50. Uh, the name was Hayasawa Nakakijo, Nakakojo. I did see that story, yeah. Um, so it's, it's pretty sad. It, 50's pretty young, especially in the terms of, you mm. know, anime R. writing. So, hopefully, hopefully someone, uh, in their family or someone will take up after the work and, yeah, appreciate everything you guys gave us. And if you don't know who it is, check out some of their work to honor them. In lighter news, Spy X Family. Spy Family? How do you say the X in that? I, I feel like it's just Spy Family, and it's like a hunter-hunter situation. Okay, that's what I was saying. I'm not huge into it, but I know a lot of the people who cosplay at Comic-Con and stuff are super into that. I've so. never watched it, but it's neither. getting its first movie, so I'll probably watch the I'm movie. I'm going to need to check out just the anime and see if it's any good. I don't know anything about it. I, I really don't either. But I think it's supposed to be just family of spies trying to... Blend in. I thought it was just the little girl was the spy. Maybe it is. I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, (laughs) That's talking about something we know nothing about. But Spy Family Code White is an anime film releasing on December 22nd. So this this winter, you'll be able to check out a new Spy Family Code White movie. Fair enough. There you go. That's all I got for my anime news, though. Before I get into mine, did you end up watching that Laser Captain, Laser Master, whatever the fuck it is, the Power Rangers spinoff thing? It's not out yet, is it? It's on Netflix, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Something Laser The Loser Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. Go, go, Loser Rangers. (laughs) No, I'm totally going to watch it, Uh, That is on my to-do list tonight. Uh, I got another death over here. Sorry to bring you the sad news. Uh, Voice actress Miyu Ichijo. I hope I said that right. Passed away at 76. Uh, she's known for uh, the voice of Marge Simpson. Uh, sorry, I got it all on my phone because it was so long. I didn't want to write it. It's going to be a lot of stuff if she's voiced right. Marge. She is known for uh, Jody Starling from Detective Conan, Yoshi from The House of the Lost on the Cape movie, uh, Michiro in Little Twins, Misa Takatsuki in Project Arms, Wakiko Oboe in Obochama-kun, I hope I'm saying any of this right, (laughs) Uh, Cardo Nabo, hopefully, in Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury prologue. Ooh, that was Uh, a good one. And then over on the Western films, we got her doing dub roles for Marge Simpson from The Simpsons, Jessica Rabbit from Who Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Wow, I'm fucking up a lot of words today. And Sandra Bullock's Annie Porter in Speed. Annie Porter in Speed. So R.I.P., very sad that they're gone now, but... uh, Yeah, what a legend. Rest in peace. What a legend. Uh, We got Japanese musician Kenishi Yonazu. Once again, hope I said that right. Uh, earned the first ever gold certified record for a song performed in Japanese for the opening theme song of Chainsaw Man, Kickback. 
Oh, that did have a well, good opening. So though. he has the first ever gold record for a song in all Japanese. Did you watch Chainsaw Man? I fucking love Chainsaw Man. I'm the one who told you, you to watch it. I was going to say, you were like, you, I watched the first episode. And I don't know. It I was like, you got to keep watching. Out you gotta keep watching. rough. All right. This guy has thrown me some weird animes. Well, you guys have started like his recommendations. Sad and. Uh, the anime's masochistic. a little different. It's yeah. masochistic. Like, the dude wants to be a gimp almost in the beginning, I feel Pretty like. much, yeah. He just wants his life to end. Yeah. and uh, Except for his dog. Takes total change of pace, and the show gets crazy good. Really good. Uh, then we got a six-minute-long short film featuring Detective Pikachu and animated by Polygon Pictures was published Ooh. to the official Pokemon YouTube page titled Detective Pikachu and the Mystery of the Missing Flan. Nice. I'm going to have to flan. check that out. How do you say that? Flan. Flan? Okay. I'd yeah. say flan. Yeah. But that is all I got for anime news. So let's throw out some anime questions that I got Ooh, for us this week. Fantastic. I uh, love this. What was the last anime you watched? Literally the last episode of the last anime you watched. Uh, Naruto episode 151. Wow, you're watching back through Naruto again? Uh, Naruto Shippuden. Okay. Uh, yeah, episode 151 and... Spoiler alert. Pervy Sage just died. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, the last one I just watched through before you got here, I was watching uh, Freerun, Firen, Freerun. Yeah, the uh, one I told you that was supposed to be like the end of an adventure and them telling the stories of it. I think. Okay. Um, it's really good. It is very sad. Uh, I wouldn't recommend watching it if you cry easily. Uh, it is basically adventuring party coming back from killing the demon king. And Freerin, their mage, is an elf, so she lives a lot longer than everybody. And then she's like, they're celebrating, watching these fire or these meteor shower that happens every fifty years. And she's like, I know the best spot to watch this. Next time, I'll show you guys. And then she comes back in fifty years, and the hero is like very old. The priest in their party is very old, and the dwarf doesn't seem to have age much, but he keeps talking about how he's old. And then. The hero passes away, and then she goes and visits the priest, and he passes away on her, and it's her traveling through the world with her new companion and collecting spells and learning more about people kind of thing. How sad. Yeah, it's very sad. Not bad. I'm really enjoying it so far. Um, how has anime changed since you were little? Wow. Well, when I was little... They had to remake One Piece because it was too adult. They took the cigarette out of Sanji's mouth and put a sucker you, in it. Do you remember that One Piece opening rap? I do. So vaguely. Got to get that One Piece. It was fantastic. It was so good. But uh, yeah, I mean, they, they really, it was, you couldn't have cigarettes on TV. So he was, they put a sucker in his mouth. Uh -huh. They had to re redraw it and take all the blood out of everything. That's fair. I feel like the ones I remember from my childhood, other than the animation style getting vastly different, is like they're not quite as one person built up to do this one move and end the whole thing kind of thing and save the day as they're slightly deeper now with most of their things. Like I'm thinking Yu Yu Hakusho. Spirit it's Bomb. It's very good, but it's you building up one person to do one move and finish it off kind of thing. Yep. So I think they've gotten a little more complex with it other than just the animation style. The stories have gotten better, except for, 
I guess, new Shonen stuff, which is kind of just the same thing over and over again, but better yeah. somehow. <laughs> all right. Uh, who is your favorite anime character of all time? Hmm. Sitting right in front of me, guys. <laughs> just going to pull him in just a little bit more. We got All Might right here. The man, the myth, Fair. the legend. <laughs> Fair. Um, I think I got to go... I'm going Kenpachi Zaraki from Kenpachi Bleach. Zaraki. He's, He's the bell guy, event. right? The bell guy? Yeah, he has like the bell earrings or something. He does have uh, some kind of noise-making thing. Everything he's wearing is to make himself worse at battle, to make give him a harder battle. Okay. Yeah, he's the one with the eye patch. Yes, yes. Yeah. Spiky, crazy Doesn't hair. know the name of his Bankai, so he just uses the sword that's all beat up because he can hit people as hard as he wants. Yep. Huh. That's my favorite one. Hell yeah. All right, let's throw it in to some comic news. Woo! Uh, I got... Zack Snyder releasing Rebel Moon prequel House of the Blood Axe. This is starring Cleopatra Coleman and Ray Fisher, and the story is written by Magdalena Magdalene Visaggio. Visaggio. Oh, okay. Yeah. And drawn by Clark Bent. Uh, this is coming. Been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. This is coming January tenth, twenty twenty four, and this is Rebel Moon Part One: A Child of Fire comes to Netflix on December twenty second. After mm. before that. So this will be right after the Netflix series comes out. This will be a prequel to kind of some of that series. Uh, be sweet. So I feel like if the Netflix series is successful, pick this one up. Yes, yeah. it'll just drive up in price really. Yeah, at least a hundred bucks. I feel like real quick. Yeah. Uh, we got Todd McFarlane and Image Comics are launching ten new Spawn comics. I say Todd McFarlane. That's Spawn. That is Tom McFarlane is the co-founder of Image Comics. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and Spawn. So the two that we already know about that have been out or are coming out are Spawn, Rat City, and Spawn, The Dark Ages. Excuse me. The other eight we got are uh, Sam and Twitch Case Files, Deadly Tales of the Gunslinger, where we're going to see Gunslinger Spawn. Okay. Uh, Misery, Medieval Spawn, Violator, Focus, no home here, and spawn kills every spawn. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's my favorite title for him so far. But uh, that's what I got for comic news this week. Nice. Well, we've got uh, sidekicks. A starts over. A sidekick is getting a new comic. Spider Boy. Spider Boy. Spider Boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's gonna be swinging his way into stores uh, with a brand new series. For those of you who don't know, he is Spider-Man's sidekick. <laughs> Interesting. I didn't know there was a Spider-Boy. I thought it was just Miles Morales was kind of the sidekick-ish. And then they built off all that with Gwen Stacy and all that. Nope. Everyone forgets about Spider-Boy. He is, you know, Batman and Robin. It was Spider-Man and Spider-Boy originally. Interesting. And they dropped him for It's because Spider-Man's supposed years. to be a teenager. Why would he have a sidekick that's a boy? Because eventually he he grew up and like you know I feel like Spider Man needs to be like an adult before he has a sidekick. <laughs> yeah, uh, but he's he's actually like really young. It's basically like a middle schooler is okay. being Spider Boy. We got uh, Marvel Gods number one uh, coming out. Can't remember the exact release date. I think it was October twenty fifth. Okay. Uh, but they are reinventing the cosmology of the universe with this new Marvel Gods number one. So I think that. Uh, there's going to be some, like, universe wiping or something. Maybe Galactus or someone's going to make an appearance. 
Okay. okay. Not exactly sure. We'll yeah, see where they're it going. Goes. Gods. It, I feel like it wouldn't refer to like the Asgardian gods as much as it'll is like god level characters. Yeah. Like I'm thinking it's going to be like insane level combats. Yeah. And speaking of insane level combats, how crazy would it be if the Justice League fought Godzilla while fighting King Kong? Because you're going to find that out in the brand new series. You got Justice League vs. Godzilla vs. King Kong, number one. <laughs> Accurately named. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who wins that fight. Uh, that's also coming out October 25th. Uh, what is the date today? It's the 26th. So it is already out and in stores. Um, Interesting. I'm, I'm heading out to a comic shop this Saturday. I'm going to be looking for that one. Cannot wait. I, I was looking for... Uh, Last podcast on the left just released a new comic book. I cannot remember what the name of it is. But uh, I was looking for that one at the comic shop last week. There was two weeks ago, maybe they released it, and I just could not find it. Oh, maybe it didn't hit the store yet, That in like, or maybe their order didn't make it to them. Got to get that comic. Right. And uh, Keanu Reeves had released a comic called Berserker. Um, awesome comic. Fantastic comic. Uh, it Got a spinoff series. I think it was in the start of October. I just... Yeah, the uh, one that was in, like, Egypt or something. Berserk or something. Uh, the Poetry of Madness. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of a different one. And I hadn't really heard of it, but I was just scrolling across some comic threads, and they were like, hey, I know Berserker wasn't the greatest... Even though it's Keanu, I love that. Even though it's Keanu Reeves backed, but you guys should really check out Poetry of Madness, and it's amazing. So I'm gonna go look for it, go pick it up. Mm-hmm. I thought Berserker was basically John Wick. I thought it was good. what it is. I mean, it was, Except he can't die. Yeah, John Wick, an eternal living John Wick. Yeah, so, exactly. So yeah. I thought it was great. I enjoyed it too, but clearly <laughs> the dude who I was reading didn't enjoy John Wick. Speaking but. of deadly battles, you know what time it is? It's time <gasps> for our battle, battle of the week. week. All right. Who do you think would win in a fight? Boba Fett from Star Wars or the Winter Soldier from Captain America, Marvel, the Avengers, everything? Probably the Winter Soldier, as much as I would like Boba Fett to win. Boba Fett is, I mean, he's a clone. He's got the Mandalorian shit on him. He's got a jetpack. So he's got his rockets, his jetpack, his fighting abilities, his gun. And then we got Winter Soldier, which is just a brainwashed Russian fighter with an adamantium arm. That's what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who ends up actually becoming Captain America as well. Yeah, which I... I've, no, I thought he gave it to Falcon. In the movies. In the movies, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, I've, I'm so out of date with Marvel movies. Uh-huh. But Winter Soldier does end up getting Cap you Shield. you Winter Soldier for this one? Oh, I just don't know what state Winter Soldier. I feel like Boba Fett's guy. He's got space equipment. He's got lasers. He's got freaking, freaking laser beams. beams. I guess that's true. <laughs> does the laser... Affect his bionic arm? Does it? Is, is one well, laser? Well, if we're going shot? off of space battles, then no, because he blocks a bunch of shit with that shield from Thanos, aliens, everything. So I would assume the arm can block a laser, but the rest of his body can't. Boba Fett's very trickstery too. He could set up some traps for him. Thermal detonator. He's got too. the. He's got thermal sight on his helmet. He's got auto locking targeting. He's got the missiles on the. I don't remember what they call them. Oh yeah, like, the scatter pods. Yeah. I feel like Boba Fett. Right, has you it. might have just. You persuaded me. Boba Fett. I think actually is going to take it. You're right. You persuaded me. Okay, we're going with Boba Fett. You guys, let us know what you think in the comments because this is a tough one. It's it's. There's a lot to think about here, but give me yours. All right. So who do you think would win in a fight? Jack Skellington from Nightmare Before Christmas, 
or the Grinch from the Grinch. Isn't the Grinch from, is it the Grinch? Or was it a different movie? Um, I grew up watching The Grinch. Okay. Um, I do believe there is another one, some no, Google right. or something. Yeah. Well, no, I think that's all in The Grinch. You're right. Okay. okay. Um, Jack Skellington or The Grinch. I haven't watched Nightmare on Elm Street. Or Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street. Street? Nightmare oh, Before Christmas in so long. He's just a skeleton, right? Yeah, he's a skeleton. I don't know like really what a superpower like is. Like Oogie or what is that o- guy's name? Oogie Boogie. Oogie Boogie. He, like, he basically can beat him. And he's a sack of worms. And then the other one is like Grinch. I was feeling he's just like a hairy creature. That oh. likes to steal things. Well, I feel like the only advantage we have here is Jack Skellington can live without any of his body parts, basically, because he's a skeleton. True. And he's undead. And that's his advantage here. It's just he could beat the Grinch somehow because the Grinch... If we were to fight and kill each other, the Grinch would die. Yeah. Where Jack Skellington wouldn't really die. So I'm going with Jack Skellington. Jack Skellington? All right. And he's a cooler character. Yeah. All right. Jack Skellington wins that one. What All do right. you guys think? You guys let us know in the comments who would win, Jack Skellington or the Grinch. I don't see a lot of merit in either one of them <laughs> fighting. <laughs> so you let us know who would win. But uh, I think it's time to get back to gaming. Oh, yeah. Let's jump into it. I'm uh, ready to go back. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Peace out, everyone. Mm -hmm.